order in the court. It's time for Understanding the Law Radio. Well, hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, along with Rick's Pickle. What? Oh, I mean my host, co-host, Brendan. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what? Pickles are on my mind. Yeah? You know why? Why is that? Because it's another ridiculous holiday that I didn't know existed. Okay. It is Pickle Time Week. That's right. What the hell is Pickle Time? Pickle Time Week. <laughs> and, and, and Pickle Rick, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. From- uh, Rick and Morty? Exactly. I thought that was like a clever pop culture reference there. Out of the blue. Yes. Right? Yes. Wasn't that clever? Yes, but you messed it up by saying it was Rick's Pickle, which is something else entirely. Damn. Ah, oh, so out of touch. I thought I had a good one. I, I called it Rick's Pickle. Yep. That's not right. No. Rick doesn't have a pickle. I mean, he might have a pickle. Moving on. <laughs> Got myself into a pickle. Yes, you have. <laughs> and that that geniusly ties into what we're talking about. Yeah. Pickle time week is nonsense and means nothing. But we today are going to be talking, because we look up these things, how could we tie interesting how, things in? How, how do we, we talk about pickles? Yeah, no, we weren't thinking that. We were thinking, how how do we tie, you know, modern things, relevant things into these law stories. And we found Pickle Time Week and decided we're going to talk about people who got themselves into a pickle. Yeah, so I don't like pickles. And if you don't like pickles, that doesn't mean you should turn this off because it's not about pickles. It's no. about well, people at one point we do. At one point we do talk about pickles. But, right, but I'm not going to force you to eat them. Go let's ahead. Let's start off by talking about a firefighter who was afraid of fire. Man, that's a pickle. That is indeed a pickle. Uh, Shane Proler from the Houston Fire Department was afraid of fire. He was reassigned to an office position so he would not have to come in direct contact with any of the fire. But he wanted to remain in his former job in the fire suppression unit. He claimed his fear was a disability and that he was discriminated against because of his disability. His case made it to the Texas Supreme Court, which ruled that there was no evidence Proler was discriminated against on account of a disability. What do you think of that? I think you put yourself in a pickle if you're going to be a fireman that's afraid of fire. Yeah. I mean, and, it's brave, very brave of him. Well, how is it brave? He didn't like the fire. He well, wanted no, no, no. to sit at he, the desk. No, no, no. He didn't want to sit at the desk. What did you... I just told the story. He was reassigned to a desk job. Uh, he wanted to be in the fire suppression yeah, but unit. What does that mean? Does he operate the fire extinguishers? No. You know, he, he he's like, does... Probably business management or something for the fire department. Okay, but, so that's not necessarily... Yeah, but he wanted to be in the fire suppression unit, and he claimed that since he was afraid of fire, they had discriminated against him. So I wanted to be a paratrooper, but I'm afraid of parachutes, heights, and airplanes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to sue the military. Come on. You know what the whole deal is here? I'll tell you the deal. So if you're thinking out there about putting yourself in a pickle and then and suing somebody for discrimination... Yeah. The deal is that if you have a job that you can't perform, regardless of, of, of why, yeah, you're not automatically entitled to some kind of discrimination deal. Right. Here, here it is. So I'm going to give you a perfect example, okay? Sticking with Rick and his pickle. Let's say that Rick has no hands. Okay. Okay, I, obviously this is an extreme example. Sure. But Rick has no hands. Yeah. Rick goes and applies for a job as a hand model. Okay. Okay. Rick goes in. They're like, show us your hands, Rick. He's like, I don't have any. They say, we're sorry. 
Now, Rick can't turn around and say, hey, you discriminated against me on the basis of the fact that I have no hands. Right. It's a disability, right? I, I have no hands and you screwed me over. No, because the job is he needs to be a hand model and without hands, you can't do the job. Right. Now, people argue, oh, what, what, what is this deal with reasonable accommodation? Okay, let me give you another nonsensical example. Let's say that your job, you're hired at um, Pete's Party Playhouse, and you are hired as a party tester. Okay. Now, what it really means is you are going to test trick candles. Your job is to sit there and blow out trick candles to see if they go out. That's this your is, whole job. This is a very deep. You spend your detailed. entire day blowing candles out okay but you know what what you've got asthma you've got severe asthma and so when you're about 20 candles into your day you are wheezing and huffing and puffing the inhaler's going all over the place yeah. you can't do the job so you go to the boss and you say pete i know i was hired as a candle blower router okay i have asthma i can't do it i'm disabled I say to you, okay, well, the only other person in this company is me. You were hired specifically to be the candle blower router. I don't have anywhere else to put you. I can't make up another job for you. Well, she says, That's interesting. wait a minute, reasonable accommodation. Yes, reasonable accommodation if I had another place to put you. But because you were hired to be the candle blower router and you can't blow out the candles, I can't keep you and that's not discriminatory. Now, that would be a different story if she was hired as a candle blower router, but I'm in a big company and I could have easily reassigned her right. to the bow tying department. Got it. Right? Or to the frosting licking department. Oh, I'd love to be there. I bet you would. But that's that's like there's reasonable accommodation, right? So if you've got somebody with a disability and you can accommodate that disability and put them somewhere else, okay, that's 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 good. And if you don't do that, then you might have a discrimination claim. Mm -hmm. But just go back to my hand model guy, right? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Tie that into the firefighter. Yeah firefighter i mean i i respect it i respect the fact that he was afraid of fire i do too and wanted to be a firefighter that's like if i decided to be a spider maintainer i hate spiders more than anything so you know is I that is that a job probably like spider zookeeper or something. spider maintainer <laughs> what if i just gave you a whole bunch of spiders and said you're going to be my spider maintainer well, well no that that would not be acceptable all right well you'd be in a pickle i would be in a pickle like this next person Jesse Dimmick, a fugitive facing a murder charge, kidnapped a Kansas couple in September 2009. At some point, he fell asleep and they escaped. They sued him for over $75,000, but his response was to countersue for breach of contract. He claimed he and the couple had a legally binding oral agreement for them to hide him from the police. Did he win? His case was dismissed. <laughs> so that let you on there is, for a second, the suspense. That is great well i don't think it's great he was a murderer but you know what a, what an what an excuse he used that talk about yeah. a pickle we had the the people i kidnapped we had a contract that they were going to hide me from the police oh my god that's crazy yeah absolutely it's similar to another story we talked about in the past a guy who went to jail and he sued himself 
Yeah, I remember that uh, one. And for five million dollars for breaching for breaking his religious beliefs, um, and then he said, "Since I don't have any money, the state will pay." And yeah. he was also dismissed. I remember that one. Another guy that was in a pickle. Absolutely. See how we tie in these themes? Genius. So here's a woman who was in a pickle when she sued. This one's interesting, actually. This one's really interesting. So a woman from the Israeli city of Haifa. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. That's right. You did a good job there. Sued well-known television weatherman for predicting uh, the wrong weather. His name is Danny Rupp. He uh, had a false weather forecast. He predicted sunny weather and it rained. Time out. Yeah. Have you ever seen a weatherman get it right? Well, I mean, sh- sure, you know, yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I think that Danny Rupp, he predicted a, a sunny day. It was rainy. You know, one could count that as, I don't know. I, I don't know. You promised me it was going to be sunny. Yeah. The, based on the forecast, she left her house unprepared for the inclement weather. Damn. Took ill and missed work. Uh, she said that his forecasts were legally binding. She had a contract with him, yeah. apparently, huh? Yeah. And and I'm going to only imagine that, of course, she lost. She won $1,000 in an out-of-court settlement and got an apology from the weatherman. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be watching the weather now, getting ready to sue. Finger on the trigger. I am ready to sue somebody. I, I, that is Incredible, ridiculous. Right? Amazing. This next one uh, wait, is... Wait, I'm still not over this one. <laughs> <laughs> what what grounds does... How is that a bind... Well, it was a settlement, all right? So I, yeah. But, but uh, I, I'm at a loss. Yeah. It's interesting, you know? It's, it's crazy is what it is. All right, go ahead. Mind blown. Yeah, absolutely. This next one is about Wahlbergers. Who owns that again? What's his name? Oh, Donnie. Donnie what? Wahlberg. Is that his name? Yeah. Of course it's his name. You think I'm making it up? Well, I did. It's Donnie Wahlberg. Well, Wahlbergers is facing a lawsuit from a fellow Massachusetts company over the pickles it sells in its stores. Oh, that's a pickle in a pickle. That's a pickle in a pickle. Wow. (laughs) Grillo's Pickles says the burger chain falsely claims their pickles are fresh and all natural. But they say lab tests show Wahlbergers brand pickles have a preservative meant to extend their shelf life. Grillo says they do not use preservatives in their own products. So essentially, Grillo's is a different company. The reason they're suing is because they claim Wahlburgers uses similar packages to Grillo's and that this can make things confusing for stores and customers and steer them away from buying Grillo's products. Really? In positioning its products as fresh and containing no preservatives, our competitor is effectively duping consumers and retailers, especially those who are actively seeking all-natural food products with clean labels. Grillo's Pickles president Adam Kaufman said in a statement. Wow. That is a tongue twister. But, yeah. So that's a pickle within a pickle of a pickle. Yeah. The lawsuit also names New Jersey-based Patriot Pickle Inc. an ARC food company. Of course Uh, you got to bring New Jersey into it. Of course. And that's that. There's no news on this yet because this is a brand new thing. Really? This is fascinating. I've always wanted to eat at Wahlburgers. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never been interested because I never knew that much about it. It's a burger place. Well, now that I know that they use fake pickles or, or artificially extended pickles, no longer interested. How, what is an artificial pickle? It's not artificial. It's um, it's it's, it's like what? they use a preservative to gotcha. to extend its shelf life. It's but, not exactly the the fake pickle. It's like if you know what 
people do with fruits and vegetables nowadays. Have you ever seen the pickle that you can buy in the store that's wrapped up in like a plastic bag? Yeah, I've seen that. All right, well, let's move on from pickles in a plastic bag, right, since neither of us like pickles, and talk about a really interesting pickle that Miley Miley Cyrus has, has found herself in. This is crazy when you think about it. You know paparazzi, right? Yeah, paparazzi. I know paparazzi. I'm not talking about the song. I'm talking about like no. the guys that follow people, you around yeah. with the cameras, right? Every they're time so you leave annoying. the studio, I can't stand it. right? They're all over yeah. you. It's I like just, Brendan you know, here. I, Brendan get the, here. I get in the limo and they're just it's, banging on the windows. Right, Brendan, Brendan, Brendan. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. Asking right? me questions. You, you have to go out of your house with a wig on, don't you? And a disguise, a clown yeah, nose. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, anyway, paparazzi. They go out and they take pictures of of public figures and and you know intrude on their lives arguably yeah well miley cyrus thought that she was going to use the paparazzi photographs to her advantage why not right because now you've got somebody taking your picture all the time and you know what you need if you have an instagram account yeah content you need content and it's a lot of work to generate content so why not use what the paparazzi has taken of you so she posted pictures of herself on her own instagram taken by somebody else yeah totally okay right it seems like it why why wouldn't it be okay right you're taking a picture of me look put yourself into the situation when you leave here you know there's going to be at least 30 to 40 paparazzi waiting to photograph you. I'd say 50, you. but okay. 50, okay. And they're taking pictures left and right. And and you're getting those pictures, right? What What's wrong with you putting that on your, your social media? Sure. Right? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Look at this hot guy leaving the studio kind of thing, That's right? That's right. That's right. right. That's what they say. That's exactly what they say. Exactly what they say. Well, you know, the photographer yeah. is suing Miley oh. Cyrus for copyright infringement. Really? Yeah, and there's there's... Another artist, Dua Lipa. Okay. Same situation. Being sued for copyright infringement. How fascinating. It is really fascinating. And who would think that an image of yourself taken by somebody else of yourself, you couldn't use on your own Instagram page. But the moral of this story is that you don't own that picture despite it being of you. Really? That's interesting. I would have never thought that. It is really interesting. It is. Now, what about the argument that, wait a minute, wait a minute, when I leave the studio, right, Brendan, again, we're talking about you, mm-hmm. I didn't give consent. Did you give consent for all these people to take your pictures? I did not. No. That's a very interesting, right. that's a very interesting point. So your argument is, wait a minute, I didn't give consent for you to take my picture, and therefore I should be able to use it legally, right? Well, that's interesting because if 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 that were to, like, if that were to pass, wouldn't that, what would that mean, right? Because then... That know. doesn't mean anything. Objection! That's right. I would object to that argument because you're a public figure. You're a public figure. And therefore, as a public figure, you have given up your right to that privacy. Really? Right. So if it's you're a, very a public fun figure. fun use of a sound effect. You like that, right? Yeah. One more time. Objection! There we go. <laughs> You you don't have those rights, you know. You're out there in the public eye. You're a public figure. You're you're you know in the public. They take your picture, and now they can they can they can use it. That's that's the whole deal with paparazzi. But yeah. 
you can't take their picture. Now, what a twist, because they take your picture, and they make money off your picture, but you can't take their picture of you and post it. Huh. Isn't that nuts? That is nuts. It's fascinating. It I wouldn't is. think that, but it's interesting. Kind of crazy, you know? It is a massive pickle. Yeah, that is indeed a pickle. We have done it. We have taken a ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous holiday. Topic. Yeah. Pickle time week. And we have tied it into the law like nobody's business. That's right. Right? Rick and his pickle couldn't have done a better job. No, no way. We did it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to take you out, and once we get past that paparazzi line, I'm going to buy you a pickle. I would prefer you not do that, but I appreciate the sentiment. I know what you would like. What? How about a Reese's peanut butter egg? <laughs> <laughs> Look, last last show we talked about those Reese's peanut butter That's hearts true. because it was Valentine's Day. Do you think for, in honor of this uh, holiday they made Reese's peanut butter pickles? I, I really don't think so, although there probably is a Hallmark card for Pickle Time Week. Probably. All right, well, that's going to do it. Hopefully, you don't find yourself in a pickle this week, being that it is pickle time. I'd like to avoid that. Um, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. And uh, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We're available anywhere that you listen to your podcasts, including Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. Also, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks again. See you next time.